0: Do you have a favorite quote,
1: Liza? I do, and you actually talked about it on the show, I think, just a week or two ago, but the Maya Angelou quote about, you know, they won't remember what you said or what you did, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. And I think about yesterday and a lot of the conversations that were being had, and one of the things that I loved the most, where I was watching people making eye contact and being very present with each other, and there's nothing better than a, a, a conference or a space where we're actually having in-depth conversations and not surface level. And so they always remember how you make them feel, and that's when you're making that eye contact and have real conversations, and that's what we're doing here.
0: Well, Liza, it doesn't surprise me that's your favorite quote, because you do that all the time, right? You're always laser locked. You make us feel incredibly special. You've done that for me in my life in so many ways, which I appreciate, so it doesn't surprise me with one bit. And while I'm on you, how so how do we do this quote, right? where it talks about be the type of energy that no matter where you go you always add value to the spaces and the lives around you. Liza like how how do we actually do that? How do we add value to the spaces and to the people consistently a hundred percent of the time everywhere we go
1: well the first way it starts is in the morning because there is no way that you can be consistent (laughs) and have solid energy everywhere you go if you don't start your mornings off right and uh, dave talked about that yesterday when he was on stage we're all here doing it this morning gratitude and goals the morning five getting our physical um health first thing and getting our mind right we cannot provide energy and be consistent if we don't start our mornings right
0: amen to that right it's crazy
2: i was thinking when i heard the quote your frequency is your neighborhood and a lot of people we used to have to pragmatically spend money to move up in the neighborhood i always talk about sitting in the projects in a lawn chair and if i turn to the guy next to me with the best idea in the world there's nothing he can do to help me very little that he can do drinking his colt 45 next to me But we're blessed today because your frequency is your neighborhood now. So you can move to the gated, luxury, dream home community by having the right energy, bringing the right energy to all spaces. And when you said spaces and people, people are spaces, right? We're mostly air, mostly water. So we are spaces. So when you know your frequency determines your awareness, your awareness is aware of everything around you. You're aware of more, your neighborhood's bigger, and you start being aware of the things that give you the options, opportunities, touches of favor in your life. That's what will change your life. So remember when you elevate at the beginning of the morning, your frequency, all of a sudden those touches of favor are surrounding you, no punishment, just promotion and
3: protection. David, I think that's a really good point. And what I try to do is I try to not only meet the expectations of the people that I meet in in person, you know, because now we, we meet people online, then we meet them in person. And I want to at least try to live up to the person they think I am and if not exceed those expectations by focusing on that individual when you're speaking right now you're the most important person right now and then you know respect eye contact and engagement and you want to make people feel important but when people meet me say you know I met that Scott Simons and man he's exactly the person we see online this morning. I didn't exactly feel like getting up here and <laughs> yeah. getting over here. Somebody, <laughs> first, five, first five minutes suck. Right? Yeah. yeah. First five you know, minutes and suck. I said, yeah. I can't be the Mr. Rise and Grind and not show up. And then, you know, someone kept us out a little bit later than normal, which yeah. is typically Being not what happens, right? Being engaged. You know, so I, I said, I can't. I'll be a phony. I got to go. So it took me that that about five or ten seconds of, man, I could just go back to bed and say I couldn't find my phone. But then I said, then, then I'm going to be a fraud, right? I can't go and portray one thing. So I want to try to exceed people's expectations when we meet them in person. Can I interject? Because a lot of people say ex- exceed expectations. Before you
2: can exceed anyone's expectations, you said it, Scott. You have to meet them. And a lot of people don't meet people where they're at. They don't meet them. And I think it's really important that you start with meeting expectations. Too many people try to take a bigger bite out of things. That's what discourages them, c- creates that resistance. Then they don't even meet expectations. Especially, we're here in the, for the automobile industry. I think if more people in the industry would meet my expectations, then exceed them, the business would thrive.
0: Yeah, we're like skipping skipping steps on that, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. Last night was... A good time, and when I when, when I went to lay down and go to bed last night, I was like, I would be devastated if I like sleep through my alarm. So I was I was scared to fall asleep. I set two alarms in the hotel room and six on my phone, just in case to make sure that we're here. But look, Scott, we are here, and we're here live, which is pretty amazing because we all went through this season where actually right here on this stage a few years ago. Paul J. Daly, my guy, Paul, who's around here somewhere, uh, Paul, and they had an event right here. Paul had an event right here in the midst of COVID. He was like, we have to get together live and in person, even though we weren't supposed to do that. And I flew out and we had an event here. Uh, There was no guests, no audience. We streamed it all, Uh, but we had an event right here. And so now here we are, and we have guests and hundreds of people and we're able to spend this time together. And so I wanted to know from you guys, and we'll start with you, Scott, like what, what is something we're a couple years removed since the initial, right, impact? What is maybe something you've learned about yourself in this period of time, and maybe something that you learned about others that surprised you? I think we all
3: appreciate more. I think we all took a lot of things for granted, and I remember going through, and you know, obviously Liza and I, are, you know, both at Carter Myers Automotive Group, and having the meetings and and. What's gonna happen, you see videos of people laying and you know, and dying and you, you 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 know, you have so much uncertainty and type A personalities, we like to we like to control our destiny. And so I really had to do some soul searching there and say, Wait a minute, snap out of it. Even I went through that season and said, Wait a minute, I'm I'm the leader and in dark times or when you have turbulence is when the captain of the boat or the or the pilot grabs a hold of it and says, Hey, it's gonna get a little bumpy, but we're gonna be okay because people are looking to see you know, how we react. And there's a lot of eyes and a lot of people depend on me, like specifically Valley's Valley, it's about 175. And so, but I think coming out of it, I appreciate things more. We t- I think I took a lot of things for granted. Yeah, a lot of gratitude, You know, the first
2: time ever in human history, if you think about it, what the pandemic brought to me was an awareness that for the first time in human history, everyone on earth was questioning human existence at the same time see we all might got almost hit by a bus and you immediately think about your existence and it causes a collective consciousness of appreciation when we are brought down to its core level of survival um and then for me it was real simple my biggest takeaway was how stupid i still am <laughs> you know like like you're, you like especially when you're exposing yourself by you know being an i'm at my let hanging out with all those guys and trying to empower other people And you sit there as the biggest hypocrite in the world at a dinner with your entire family going, why don't I do this more often? I would rather be someone could give me a sideline pass today for the Super Bowl this year, or I would have a choice to have dinner with my four children and my wife. And I know now where I'm going to be at home.
1: Yeah. I think uh, you hit both of you said really important things, but prioritizing our time and understanding that, yes, we all run at a million miles an hour, and I love doing that more than anybody. Literally. Literally.
3: (laughs) For real. He's got a
2: running (laughs) shoes on.
1: But there are times that we need to appreciate and say we don't have to be doing everything at the same time. And that family time was certainly important to me as well, Dave. Um, I think one of the other things, Glenn, that I learned real quickly back in early COVID was how grateful I was that we had really strong core values in our company it made decisions as a leader easy and 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 it wasn't easy i shouldn't say that lightly but it gave us the bumpers and it made it very clear for me what the decisions were for our teams for our customers for our community and um i look back and i'm just so grateful that we had we had done a lot of soul searching as a company as to who we are and the values that we wanted to live by
0: yeah those core values right like super key knowing what to say yes to what to say no to and i watched all of you move through that season all of you incredibly effective leaders you've all grown since that like since that event right in your businesses individually all of those things so bravo to all of you going through that season because you knew who you were going in and that actually brings me to another thought this i was actually thinking about you this morning and i was thinking Dave, you always talk about remembering who we are and the, the, the closer we can get to remembering, right? The more in, in line and in tune uh, we can be with the universe itself. And one of the things that you talk about often is you say, celebrate that it's already happened, right? Like celebrating just a knowing, a belief, that that your dreams, your desires, all of those things, a knowing and a belief that they're already happening. My question was, but how do you do that when it's, like, if it's not around you, right? You're sitting in a funk. You're in a spot. You're in a, like, how, how do you still have a belief that it's already done when you're in the trenches?
2: Well, what is the trenches? The trenches is time. And so when we're in the trenches, I think in my head we have 24 hours today. We felt that this morning. Right, the 24 hours. There's a reality that I'm here, but everything else is relative. It's relative to the reminders, the remembrance, and the recollection. And what does that mean to you? Reminding to what? Remembering with what? Recollecting from what? A source of everything. So if you can practice your faith and whatever religion, spirituality, philosophies you believe in, I'm for if it's infinite-based if it's all-knowing, all-powerful, omniscient everywhere, all the spaces and all the people, imagine if we're reminding, remembering, and recollecting, and utilizing that remembrance in this time, the limitation of today, 24 hours, if we can experience that, it gets easier and easier to have faith that you're being protected and promoted, that it's already there, that you are happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. Now you're just trying to Figure out what you're doing to interfere with it. And when you shift that paradigm and focus, you start realizing how much you're interfering with the remembrance that you are.
1: Dave, it was one of my biggest takeaways from yesterday was touching the hot stove. And I, I, was, I, I, I wrote down a couple things in the afternoon, and something was happening last night. <laughs> I was reading on my phone, and I just remember, I said, you know what, I'm about to touch a hot stove. And I just want to thank you for those comments. It was such a simple um, visualization for us to say, someone's out there protecting us, and we don't always know why.
2: Yeah, slapping us to tell us not to touch the hot stove.
0: Now, with that bring, comes a lot of confidence, right? And you've been able to move through this season – confidently make decisions confidently Uh, I've never seen any of you I've never seen any of you like this ain't gonna work this is the end of the world this sucks so on and so forth so I know that that faith and understanding is a a strong part of how you walk with confidence what is it that how do you walk with such confidence Scott those conversations happen in our mind they happen privately
3: but in front of everybody that depends on us they're looking at us to lead them. So we first have to lead ourselves. And we can have a private conversation event, but once we're in front of that team and once we're out there leading that company, we have to be confident, we have to be, have energy, we have to uh, let people know that we care about them. And the decisions that we were, that we were making, we always think about, okay, how's it gonna affect our team? How's it gonna affect our community, our team? You know, at CMA, moving lives forward. How's it gonna affect my family? And um, when you do it from a place where you truly care about people, there's a lot of people say things, but do their actions match their words? When you meet somebody, does that person match the person that you thought that they they were? Um, Does that lead or do they truly care? And You can't fake things like that. I mean, people... um, their, their their fakeness radar is at an all time high. I mean, people, you can't you can't fake things and get over. All we we all
0: have a sixth, you know seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth sense. So rate, rate. so you know if
3: you're not genuine, people are going to know. But if you genuinely care about people and they know how much you care about them, they'll do anything in the world for you as long as they know you care about them first. That's can I can I have
2: one thing about uh, confidence that's so interesting? Is I have a minutes and moments philosophy. See, I know everybody's scared. It ha- you have to be, biochemically, you're built that way. Your anatomy has a survival kit and that survival kit makes you scared. For example, that's why we're not jumping off a of roof, you know, because we could get hurt or even kill ourselves. But can you spend minutes and moments in fear and then utilize it correctly? And I use that because I'm. Afraid, people say, God, you always seem so confident, you seem so positive, you seem so... Yeah, I am the majority of the day but I just know, I identify and utilize fear, so it's minutes and moments, so I don't jump off a, a cliff, but I also don't get in my own way.
0: Yeah. I absolutely love that. Speaking of uh, jumping off the roofs, did you guys see the roof of the hotel over there? There's like grass growing on the roof what all kind the of way grass? around. I did so, notice that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So instead of like looking down at just an ugly roof, they literally have grass growing on all the rooftops of our hotel. I noticed that also. I thought it was kind of odd, but I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, check it out. Scott runs five dealerships. Uh, Liza has 23 dealerships, right? Dave Meltzer's got a global brand. You're traveling all around the world, doing all of these things. Why? I've I've been curious about this. You've been with me from the first show of Rise and Grind. You popped in at 5.30 a.m., and you've basically been with me every single show maybe missed one or two here or there for a plane or whatever but you've been with me why why is it so important to you that you continue to come to this space even though I mean you've got a million things to do but you choose to spend your time with this group and in this space why has this been so important to you
3: well first it started with me you not knowing me from anywhere and I'm a very loyal person And I also want to surround myself with positive people. You know, you are the average of the five people that you communicate with the most. So when I reached out... I got a good good five people. (laughs) I just got to say, I got a good five people. I reached out to you and (laughs) and asked you to speak at a 20 group. And you were like, Scott, what what, what do you want me to say? Tell your story. How are you selling all those cars and where you're at? So I asked you to do something for me. You didn't know me from anywhere. You could have said, hey, I don't have time for that. You immediately said yes. And ever since then... I've said yes to you every single time because you at first said yes to me. And, um, you know, if you're around people that are up in the morning, you know, uh, getting, getting started and getting a head start on our competition called the world, um, yeah, I want to be a part of that because I want to be uplifted too. If I have to uplift, uplift others, I need someone to uplift me. And you know we got a special thing going on. It's a special community that's that we all pour into each other. We've gotten to know each other very well. You know people show up and support us. So no, it's a community, and you got to be around the right community in order to be the best versions of
0: us. I agree. I agree. And we put it to bed for just a little bit. We we kind of we had breakfast with champions still going, um, but we closed down this particular show for a little bit. And I'm pretty sure Liza was secretly really upset with me.
1: I was. I (laughs) can't tell you.
0: I was upset with you. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I love Breakfast with Champions, but it wasn't the same energy. Back to your question of how do you how do you show up consistently with energy? Rise and grind in this community and that 30 minutes of a, a quick, uplifting message and the dancing and the good mornings, that had become a consistent part of my energy. I mean, a lot of times I was out running and I was just listening and maybe occasionally, you know, popping something in. But it had really become a, a part of who I wanted to be in the mornings. I'd have my running group out there, and I'd make them be listening sometimes. They were like, who are these people? I said, they're my people. You mentioned confidence. And and I think that the one thing I would add to that is the way that I'm able to stay calm and confident is because I have great people around me that I know if I am a little afraid or if I don't have an answer, i got the right people to call. And Rise and grind's part of that.
2: One of the cool things that Scott said – was when he met you, you said yes. And I would shift it. I do a lot of sales training and I've simplified it to one thing, a, an original qualifier. There's no avatar that we're looking for the middle-aged person that makes this much money. He's most likely to buy the Mercedes or whatever it is. It's just, I'm looking for open minds. And so a pre qualifier to me is a small ask and I get a yes. I know that that's an open mind and open minds have their time. And in selling cars, for example, if you have an open mind of a closed-minded majority person, because you're better off, off, because that person is actually a qualifier, and so they're gonna make better decisions. So if you can qualify people with an open mind, they have open hearts, open hands, but Breakfast of Champions, your GM X3 is a qualifier for open minds. You're surrounding yourselves with better chances because you're
3: around open minds. but Glenn, I can understand why, you know. Everybody needs a break, and even two nights ago, um, when we were in Dallas, yeah. <laughs> hey, Glenn, let, let's go. Nope, I've got I've got a show, I've got I've got responsibilities. To, to your sacrifice to do this show, you sacrifice a lot. You really do. I get it because I'm with you a lot, I'm traveling some of the same circles, and you know. You know, from, from making sure you're getting your sleep to showing up early and making sure everything works correctly. I mean, it's <laughs> a yeah. part great none Hebrew of us wanted to have. Back yeah. there. Thank you, guys. So I know the sacrifice. So I can understand why sometimes people need to just take a small break, but you most definitely are back in your element and you're impacting so many lives. And on behalf of everybody out there, me, I also say thank you because I know the sacrifice that it takes.
1: Well And Glenn, when you shared with us that – you were a better person for getting up in the morning and doing this show that's the building it's huge
2: it's an investment right i love the word sacrifice but let's be honest when you shift your own mindset when i'm making an investment and you just don't see the payoff for so long that you don't realize it's an investment so people including yourself are like i gotta get up to do this show again and they it's one thing to go the extra mile every once in a while. Sure. But you live in the empty mile, man. You go the extra mile every day. And most people live their life, they go the extra mile every once in a while. Then they use that to justify why they're not where they want to be. Right? Well, I went jogging last week, right? I, I did my one-week podcast. How come I'm not as big as Glenn Lundy? Cause he does it every day, makes the investment in himself so he can make an investment in others. It aggregates upon itself and turns into something huge.
0: You guys got me all up in my feels here this morning. Yes boy, <laughs> we're proud of you. Well, thank you very, very much for that. And I'm glad that you guys have been a part of this show. You guys have all made sacrifices too, running segments on Breakfast with Champions, covering for me at times on this show, right? And being here with me right now at 5.30 in the morning. And so I want to, while we're on the topic of me. (laughs) (laughs) Your favorite favorite topic. (laughs) While we're on the topic of me, I was wondering, you know, sometimes I think that Everyone that's enjoying this right now, whether you're listening to the podcast, you're on YouTube, you're on Facebook, you know, I see Vicki Everett's here, Gil B. Craft, Ella Matheson, uh, Latasha Hammonds, Don Sankey, Tariqa Simmons, things like that. They, um, you know, they see us doing some of the things that we get to do and hang out with some of the people that we get to hang out with. And so I was curious, maybe for everybody that's listening and for me, but I was just kind of curious, like, What is it that you see in me that makes you want to make some of the sacrifices you've made, spend the time with me that you spend? Like, what is it that you see in me? And maybe both a positive, like a strength and a weakness, because I know you like to help and develop people too. So we're going to make it about me, but really I'm hoping that others can see how you get into
2: circles with amazing people like yourselves. I'm looking at somebody that enjoys (laughs) the consistent everyday, persistent without quit pursuit of their potential. I'm going to surround myself with people that are going at it towards the trajectory of what they want. Not what I want. They'll take my participation in their perception and either throw it away, like a handful of sand, let it fall through their fingers. But they'll grab onto the kernels that make sense and then do it every single day. They're walking the walk, not just talking the talk. So that's what appealed to me working with you, is this guy is gonna take what I say and throw it away, or take what I say, grab it, but he's gonna put the effort in. And all of you guys coach people, all of you help people. There's nothing more frustrating than someone that gives you the, yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. And then two weeks later, they're in the exact same spot. Because you know they're not doing the work. And because I'm so pragmatic at what I do, I can catch people and know if they're doing the work and say, oh, what are my four values? Uh, oh, but you're doing this every day. And then where I think, and I think I shook your world when I told you this.
0: You did. I know you going. I told Len,
2: <laughs> I said, dude, you're the most underutilized resource that I know. And because he has so much potential that... Sometimes we get in that habit of dissipation and dilution because we're giving everything away. We're allowing it to be lost, stolen, manipulated from us, but we don't actually liberate our own light enough. We don't appreciate ourselves, add value to ourselves enough. So we get underutilized because we're not thinking that and Scott, you know, I had the same feeling when you're like, I love Ed Milette's a friend of mine, right? I love Ed Milette. Look, I know Ed Milette. Your vibration and frequency is equal to Ed Milet. Stand up, own it, because I used to do this as a sports agent. Think that Troy Aikman, Steve Young, Warren Moon somehow carried a higher frequency than me. Now, they look up to my frequency and my vibration. Ed Milet should be listening to you.
0: Amen. And
2: then helping amplify that. That's what all three of you should do, by the way. She's much more confident than the other two of you, so. (laughs) (laughs) She yeah, doesn't have the same right. insecurities, this but you're both underutilized. <laughs> you keep doing what you're doing. Like.
3: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is there a town here? I think, Rocky, I think Rocky just punched me in the nose yeah. here. Good. Oh, get up then. Big, you can look easy. up, you can get up, brother.
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so you know what I love about you? My shirt says, love people more than you love cars. And I met you at a time in my life where I... I I definitely loved the car business, but I don't think that I had the right connections and hadn't met the people who loved the car business the way I wanted to. I still saw it as too transactional, too much about cars. And as you know, my I'm not, a, I'm not a car person. Right. I just love the people in our business. And I hadn't connected with the right people to see that there was a tribe in automotive that felt the same way. And you connected so many of us together through 800% Club and the original Hustle and Grind cons, and I remember showing up, Scott introduced me to you, took me to Hustle and Grind, and I was like, there's a whole world in automotive that I didn't know existed, and so what I've loved about you are the people that you have connected in our industry, and it's it's going to make an impact for many years on what our industry can do in people's lives. So that's what I love love the most. And I'm going to come back to what the uh, weakness is. All right. Let's Scott talk.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. So, so uh, I'm going to get ready for it.
3: Quite a few years ago, we had a GM meeting. And at the GM meeting, we had to talk about the future of the auto industry. Like, what do we see coming? Remember that? Yep. And I said, hey, team, I know you some leaders here won't get on social media, won't fully utilize social media, won't tell our story. If we don't get out and tell our story and utilize social media, the Sean Hayes, the Glenn Lundy's, these other people that are out there killing on social, they're going to get all the good people in the auto industry. They're going to just dominate. I know some of you don't want to do it, including Liza. I said, but we've got to, <laughs> we've got to put ourselves out there. It's not bragging. It's telling our story. And people in the room kind of looked at me and then years later, Sean Hayes works with us at CMA. Yeah. We have people that's coming to work for us all over the country to come to come work, come and work for us. Some of them even taking a step back, quote unquote, in where they're at now in order to go forward in the future, in order to move their life forward. But, and that's when I first said, Liza, we've got to get the and now you're working with us. And so I brought that up and gave that presentation, but you know, it's, it's about, David, what you talked about earlier, it's about the more people you pull forward with you and you pull people forward with you, then the other people that are quote unquote above you, they'll pull you up because you're pulling others. And it's all about serving people. The right people that have the same vibe frequency—they're good humans—and then other people see you pull them up, and then they pull you up, and then next thing you know, you know, you're ordering a TRX for Jake Paul. You're your personal friends with Chase Heroes. I'm really proud you know, of you for that, by the way. Yeah, got, I'm, I'm, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited kill, about that. I just need to go to Puerto thing. Rico and deliver it to him. Yeah. That he, <laughs> and this, and Jake, just tag me in one post, bro. Tag me in one post. <laughs> one post. I'll come to your fights. I'll do all that stuff. Just one post. Seriously, Last I dude. have to go to Puerto Rico to deliver a truck. But anyway, <laughs> I'll come you know, as your guest. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. And so he might join you as well. If yeah, you so mind. Dave, come on, let's go. You probably know him, Dave. But anyway, yeah, gonna say
2: one post isn't going to do it for you.
3: Yeah, yeah. But any, yeah, true. You're overvaluing it
2: again. There we go. You're yeah. underutilized, all right, brother. All right, Jake.
3: Ooh, I'm going to come. I'm going to come stay at your house. How about that? Yeah, let's
2: <laughs> stay at your house. But I'll tell you one thing, for someone outside the industry, if you don't stand up, if you three don't stand up, you're going to allow not just other people in your industry to nurse the issues curse the issues and rehearse the issues, you need to stand up and set the tone in the rhetoric for what you wanna nurse in the industry, what you wanna curse in the industry, and especially the stories that you tell, the rehearsal that goes on because that rehearsal, as you know, in social media becomes the truth. And whether it's politics or automobiles, the leaders in your industry, the people, the open minds, open hearts and open hands that love people more than they love cars, you need to nurse them. You need to curse them and you need to rehearse them. That's why it's so essential for you not to glamorize or romanticize the Ed Milettes and others of the world, the Dave Meltzers. I promise you, you have a higher <laughs> frequency. You can bring it, nurse it,
3: curse it, rehearse it in your terms. I'm not. I'm not going over any weakness, and there's not much else to say after that. Show's over. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you where his weakness lies. His bicep, right here. Oh,
0: there it is. There it is. That's all right. That's Check all right.
2: this out. 54 years of power.
0: It's a little easier when you're packed into a like a tuna can. Right? <laughs> it all in there <laughs> I'm a tuna can. boy this this show
3: went sound yeah.
0: really quick uh, no no thank y'all for tuning note. Note. in we're out that's <laughs> that's my
2: new nickname tuna can i'll tell my wife i'm your tuna can
0: all right we do we do we do probably need to wrap the show uh we're a little we're a little over on time so uh the way i would like to wrap the show is i would love to get just a little insight on what you all see as the greatest opportunities for us moving forward whether it be technological advancements maybe it's in our career like what, what what are you guys seeing that you're excited about and that are some great opportunities that people should be paying attention to moving forward we'll start with you guys no, we'll start with David. We'll start all with right you, the David. community that's We've what i meant, that's what I meant by the way that's good. We're <laughs>
2: the twins um community without a doubt people don't realize the size scope and scale of the accessible community never before can you be yourself in a tra- you could be dr and pimple popper there's nothing more disgusting to me than popping pimples but she has more subscribers a bigger community than the entire pro football hall of fame most popular sport in america two to one men and women but somehow she's consistent in her frequency because she knows how to access and build a community by pouring value that's resonating at the same vibration as that community. If you don't realize how accessible and huge, I don't care if you're the rock, 400 million followers, you bought a hundred million of them, but you got 300 million, the most popular quote unquote person, that's nothing. That's like a pop pimple on my back. Literally, you got to realize, no matter who you are, that you have the access to 7.6 billion people, grab your share of the community, and tell your story and share and add value to each other.
0: That's that's huge, and that's a fact, right? Like, if you think about that, The Rock, 400 million, it's like 4% of the overall population, the most most popular man in the world, right? We think over here in the U.S., and 96% of the world doesn't even know who the heck he is right? That's how much opportunity is out there when it comes to, to meeting people, connecting with people, building community. I agree. I love that.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go a completely different direction. When so what, what are we excited about? And I think the last couple of years has definitely changed the way that we think. And I've got a 17-year-old and an almost 14-year-old. And one of the things that I'm excited about that I think has come out of the last couple of years is I think that kids have had a lot of pressure on them to go down a certain path and from an education perspective and a college perspective and i think the world has opened up in the last three years where we can have a lot more creativity and and a lot more um, options for kids in the future direction of whether it be a career path or their passions and I was probably more jaded three years ago about kind of where my kids were going to go, how technology was affecting them. I think it, it's still a huge challenge. But I'm more excited today than I was a couple years ago about the options that my kids are going to have and maybe less stress about this, this straight path career to a four-year college and directly into a job. And so I'm excited for my 17 and 14-year-old to, to uh, maybe do something a little different. I
0: think it's really interesting too, right? As leaders, one of the struggles that we've had is keeping the younger generation engaged, hiring the younger generation. Like it's been a bit of a struggle because they do have so many options now, which is a great thing looking at it from a parent side. We want that from our kids, right? So how do we make sure to integrate that into our businesses as well, knowing that they have all those choices and we want them to choose us. So I love that you talked on that. Scott? No, you know, um, I think there's never been a greater time
3: in the world to, uh, you know, provide uh, superior customer service, customer service is lacking so much in this world. Yeah. So I think now, that it's never been a better time to differentiate not only ourselves, but our mission and us individually. Um, you know, it's been, a, we've, we've had a pivot. We've had a lot of adversity, you know, over the last couple of years, but I, I'm just really excited about the future. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take it day by day, of still trying to become the best version of me possible Knowing that I'm going to fail often, and then try to pull as many people up as I possibly can. Now I'm work Now I'm working on what are they going to say about me when I'm gone? How many people, you know, the Ben Saint hours and the people that are are I'm blessed to have in my life. What 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 is the impact I'm going to make on their lives when I'm long gone from this? And that's not only that, but my my of course my children, uh, my wife, and I'm just trying to really be present and really work on. Uh, My weaknesses
0: is what I'm trying to do. But,
3: I mean, I'm I'm excited about the future. I truly am.
0: I am excited about the future as well, uh, especially because I have amazing humans like you in my lives. I am so grateful that you chose to wake up early this morning, not ignore the phone, and uh, wear my Raiders colors, which I love. That's right. I don't (laughs) want to talk about it. All right. (laughs) Uh, But it, it is such a blessing to be able to do life with all of you guys. And I love the opportunities we have to introduce you to more people. If you guys haven't connected with Dave Meltzer, you've got to do that. Follow him on Insta, social media, all the places he's traveling around the world. He does, this guy does meetups everywhere he goes. He he was standing out in the heat yesterday outside for 45 minutes, an hour meeting, just answering questions from people locally in the community. He's a great guy. Make sure you're following him. Liza, who. Extra is killing it on social media lately. I just got to say she's come around. Uh, Liza is one of the most amazing humans I've met in my entire life. Truly a humble servant. It's unbelievable make sure you connect with her Eliza Myers Borges or if you're looking for a career change you want to be around amazing people you want to be on that vibration like David was talking about earlier Carter Myers automotive group you got to come be a part of it they're just absolutely amazing and if you're not following Scott Simons dude this guy makes Jake Paul and Ed Milet look that's right I'm his number one follower. He's the guy. Character, integrity, consistency, and and more than anything, when Scott Simons is your friend, you know you've got nothing to worry about. You're never in danger. He's always got your back. He's loyal as they come. So make sure you're following Scott Simons. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. For those of you tuning in, go out there. Have an amazing Tuesday.